Well, hello, sister. Welcome to this episode of A Girlfriend's Guide to Grief. Something we're doing most every Friday. This is just a little bit about my journey, not only losing my sister, but most recently my husband. Just sharing with you the goodness of God, sharing with you, I think, tips on how to reach out to others. And if it is you, sweet sister that's lost, maybe this podcast will give you hope. I'm surviving. My boys are surviving, and God is our lifeblood. I've found that some things help, and some things absolutely do not. And those are the things I want to share with you, in addition, just to proving there is life after loss, and that it's our choice whether we move on or not. Let's get into what I have for you today. Hey, all right, today's Tuesday, March 24th, 2019. Why do I give you the exact day? Because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but we just got back from North Carolina for my mother-in-law's funeral. If you haven't listened to the episode right before this, please go back and listen. I want you to understand the context. I want you to understand what's going on with me, out me having to start from the beginning. But... If you'll remember last week, I recorded from a hotel in Greensboro, North Carolina, just outside where my husband grew up. My husband passed away in December of 2019 and his mother passed away two weeks ago. She was 91. She adopted him at the ripe age of 40 and then adopted a girl a few years after that. So she was a little bit older when she became a mom, but she's very much you know, one of the big reasons Lee became the man that he did. She was a very sweet, strong Serbian woman. They grew up in a very large family. And going back to Lee's home where he grew up was something I did not want to do. Just put yourself in the position of someone who the only time they've ever been to their husband's childhood home and to see his friends he grew up with, his mother, his sister, all of those things were when you were with your husband. We spent many Thanksgivings there. We went up there for his one of his class reunions. We went there many times and went to go see his mom. We even stayed in that home. And all I could think of was how gut-wrenching it was going to be traveling there without Lee. I had never been there without Lee. I had never been in that state without Lee. I'd never certainly been in that city without Lee and certainly not his childhood home. The boys and I both flew. My oldest is almost 19 and then our youngest is almost 13. And God always is so gracious that if we look, he's going to show us good things. He's going to show us silver linings within those times. And I enjoyed being with my boys. I mean, we laughed so much, but we were all dreading driving to see the house and to see my sister-in-law who lived with my mother-in-law to take care of her. And um, that will be her home now, her and her husband's home. And we did it. We drove up to it. The house did not look like it had in the past. It looked bright. It looked cheery. It, It gave it such a different feeling. And even inside, some things had been done that just took away some of the sting. And that is just God. That is all God. Thank you, Lord, so much for that. But being home now, 
after we not only saw the house, went inside, saw all the friends, went back to the hotel, dressed for the funeral the next day, experienced the funeral, and then all the friends coming back to the house after. I'm here to say that we survived another wave, another wave of this grief ride that we're on, another wave, another like almost rite of passage. We survived it. And God was so good to us. He showed us funny things and we had a good time to where you think you wouldn't and that you would just be holding all of your emotions in and just squeezing them in so tight so that people wouldn't know the anguish that you were in. But it ended up being very good. His sister is a wonderful, sweet, sweet woman, and we love her. We got time to laugh. We got time to chill. We got time to just hang out with the boys. We made a bonfire. We (laughs) played with my great niece. I mean, there were really good things that came about it. Traveling home yesterday, I started thinking, you know, what were the big things that stuck out? And one of the things the pastor shared in the graveside only service, and there was just there was just a very small amount of people there. She shared that if we grieve well, that that grief turns into gratitude. And while I absolutely loved everything that she said, it was just a very Jesus focused funeral, and he was lifted up, and, and and she was celebrated. That was probably the most impactful thing that I want to share with you from that part was, is that if we grieve well, it will turn into gratitude. Now, let me tell you the top things I believe that encompass grieving well is that number one, we allow ourselves to grieve without overly blaming, without seeing ourselves as victims. And with choosing to believe that there's a purpose behind it and that God knows more than we know. I know that's easier said than done. I can feel your thoughts and your emotions right now. But if I can lose my best friend, my sister, lose Lee, and now deal with losing his mom and kind of reopening all those wounds. And I tell you that, I believe that you can do it as well. Grieving well is about choice. We get stuck in grief because we choose to wear it as a badge. We get stuck in grief because we choose to think about it every chance we get. It's almost like it's fuel that keeps us down, but we want that fuel. There's something very weird and strange about wanting it, and we have to choose better. 2020 was a rough year. And I know it was like, oh, 2020 was terrible for everyone. It was, but add losing the love of your life on top of that and dealing with all that comes with it. And I'm not saying mine was worse. I'm just saying it was pretty bad. And there are just things about grief you can't control. But once you start to gain your breath again, once you start to still feel those waves of grief, but you begin to dog paddle in that water as the waves are coming And you can anticipate the waves as they come a little bit better. And you can brace for them. And instead of fighting the waves, you allow those waves to just wash all over you. You allow that water to do the cleansing that God intends. And it's painful. But what's more painful is staying in the grief and finding yourself stuck years 
upon years later. I've talked with many ladies who have lost their loved ones five, 10, and some 20 years ago, and they are still paralyzed. I don't judge them in any certain way, but I know from my experience that that's not what I'm supposed to do. It doesn't give glory to God. It won't help my boys. And it is not the purpose of Lee's passing to make me stuck. I am going with what God is showing me and he's showing me I have a choice. I have a choice to still be the mom my boys need. I have a choice to still be the leader that's needed within my businesses. I have a choice to still take care of myself. I have a choice I have the choice every day to choose to look at the good, find those little light, little inklings of light that God allows me instead of constantly reminding myself how terrible my life is, instead of constantly reminding myself that Lee's not here. I know he's not here. I don't see him in my house. I don't feel him. I don't smell him. I don't pick up his stinking socks on the floor anymore. So it's obvious He's not here now, but I know not only I will see him later, but there is still purpose in living. Listen, if you're someone that understands this kind of pain, you still have purpose. And I know that because you still have breath. Stop using this as an excuse. Stop using this as a reason to not move forward. We are where we are because this is where we've been placed. Now, how? Can we make things better? How can we grow? Because you still can. How can we smile again? Because you still can. How can we laugh again? Because you still can. My best recommendation is when that wave comes of pain, lean into it. When those hard things come, lean into it. Just step in with open hands and say, God, help me. I can't, but I know you can because that is the reason that I can sit here and talk to you this way right now, because I just chose to lean in because God told me to, and I trust Him. I did not have to go to the funeral. We did not have to take all that time and spend all that money and, and you know get someone to take care of the dogs in the house and then get uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, I've got to find clothes and all, all of those things that happen when you go and you travel. We didn't have to, but I knew God wanted us to. And I just want you to think about that for your life. What are, th- what are the things you've avoided because of the pain? What are the things that you don't do now because you wear that badge? I love you. Take the badge off. Lean into the pain so that you feel it now and not for the rest of your life. Do those things that are hard right now so that we, you and I, as sisters, as fellow people that have lost so that we can continue on and we can still live out that purpose because there's still one, you guys. Please open your heart to that. Lean in. Choose to see and choose to do. And then I just want to leave you with this last thing. Nothing has filled my heart in a positive way more just in these last few months of this year than serving. We are required to be selfless and unselfish when we serve. Serving could be giving someone something. It'd be sending a text. could be calling someone. It could be anything. But when I'm serving, I don't see my sadness. When I'm serving, I don't see my grief. 
When I'm serving, I feel so fulfilled and purposeful, and I believe that that's what God wants us to do. What that looks like for you, I don't know. It could be other people that have lost. It could be you creating an online group like I have. But whatever you do, get out of that hole you've dug for yourself. Because I started to dig one too. And listen, I'm not saying anything other than what I've already done and what I know to be true. It's a choice. Take a moment and pray with me, sister. Take a moment and open your hands to God. Like, literally, turn your palms to the sky. Receive what He's got for you because He's got more life for us, I promise you. Nope, it's not going to be easy, but guess what? You were chosen. You were chosen. So let's do the best we can with this opportunity. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I love you so much. Oh, God, work through our pain. Work through this grief. Work through that knowledge that our lives will be forever changed, God. But, Lord, you can use anything for good. You can, you've chosen us for some reason, Lord God, to bear this burden. Please. Guide us, show us what it is we need to do. Give us that daily strength to be the people that you want us to be, to not only know you, but to share you with others when the time comes, when it's the right time. Lord, allow us to serve, serve in whatever way that it works for us. And let us just stop being so selfish. Let us take off the badge of being a victim or a martyr, Lord God, and let us move forward. Let us move forward and just have the desire to help others through what we have gotten through. And even if we don't feel like we've gotten through very well, we're still here. Let us keep growing. Please let this podcast glorify you, sweet Jesus. Please let this be a help to others. Show us what's next. I love you. I'll lift this up in your holy, precious name. Amen. Thank you for being here. Please open your hearts to these words, sister. I say all of this out of love. If you would, I'd love for you to rate the podcast. Come to Hope and Struggle um, on Apple, iTunes. You can do it on your computer easily. You can even leave me a voice memo, which I would love. But the more people that rate it, the more Apple will show it. When you Google Hope, you find us. And I'm so thankful for that. I pray this is a resource to you that it's helpful. Let me know. Let me know of things you maybe want to hear about. Let me know even of... um, guest speakers or or people that are experts in certain fields that you want to hear about because I want to bring that to you. I want to be helpful. I want to serve you. And in order to serve you properly, I need to know what you need. I want to do that in the name of Jesus for His glory and the good of us. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. 